Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, what's up, you kinky twinks, twinkie tops, and top-notch cocks? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Yeah, I got through it. Oh, man, you guys have no idea how hard it is to say those three things together. It's very difficult. But you know what? We got through it, and just very proud of myself. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Billy Presida. Uh, if you're new to the program, this is the podcast where... Every week I chat with women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, love. Uh, yes, you heard right. I talk to women I've hooked up with, my, my former lovers, my previous romantic endeavors. And, uh, but this week, as we did last week and as we will next week, uh, I am deviating a little bit, having on some special guests we're doing some naked episodes with total strangers. That's right, naked podcast. Yeah, I had this idea. I was like, I want to do a few episodes with a total stranger about sex and dating nude. Why? Because I feel like we're at our most vulnerable state uh, when we're nude in front of a new person. And then I think adding to that opening up to a total stranger would make for a pretty interesting dynamic. So uh, we, we did three of these. This is the second of our Naked Podcast series. And then we will return to our, our previously scheduled programming. Uh, so and, and this week's great. We, uh, I, I, I chatted with a, a gay fella in the nude and just us with our dicks out talking. It was fun. This is a, a new, new thing. People who are patrons of the podcast. Of the Man Whore Podcast. Uh, this is our our in-podcast roll call, if you are. Our very informal, impersonal roll call for the people of the lower tiers. 20% of our first milestone for helping improve the podcast. So thank you very much to Sophia L., Jennifer C., Lance, and Stephanie. Thank you so much for being patrons of the Man Whore Podcast. Very much appreciated, and uh, and and you're you're helping us, us. It's just me here. It's only one guy. You're helping me improve the show. You're helping me um, maintain my costs with the uh, the money that has been pledged so far per month. Uh, I am covering my hosting costs for the website, for SoundCloud, for Libsyn, where I host the podcast, uh, as well as some other um, charges that I have to I have to pay to to produce this for you so thank you guys very much if you are interested in becoming a patron of uh the man whore podcast visit patreon.com slash man whore podcast how am i doing how's my update well my diet uh is eh, but the bruce jenner interview was eh. Uh, i did finally watch the bruce jenner interview i won't go on ad nauseum about it but you know what i am i was relieved to see it was done so tastefully. I think it did the proper amount of dumbing it down for people who just have no idea. Because, you know, it's it network TV. So to people who have no idea what a transgender person is. Uh, so it was good because it was for someone like me. I could watch it and not feel like uh, I'm being spoken to like an idiot. Uh, but then someone who doesn't know anything, who is ignorant of it. Um, you know, was able to get the proper education and, and I definitely think it humanized it. And so, uh, it humanized Bruce, humanized the Kardashians, which, uh, makes it seem weird, but yeah. So good job, Diane. 
that interview. Thanks for not being shitty. Because there are so many ways to fuck that up. <laughs> I'm otherwise doing all right. Okay, I'm in a good mood. You know, uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to go on and on about why I'm in a good mood. I'm just. I'm doing quite well. Uh, I, I I will say I I almost cried last night because I got a I got a random package. I didn't know what the package was. It was just from Amazon. I'm like, what's this box here? I felt like Brad Pitt was like, come on, man, what's in the box? I didn't order anything. I wasn't expecting anything. I'm not talking to my family right now, so I know they didn't send me something on a whim. Uh, and, and so I opened it, and a fucking amazing listener, Stephanie, um, was way too, way too kind. Um, she utilized a, a, a probably overlooked section of the Man Whore Podcast website, the reading list. I have a little tab, uh, a reading list of just books you should check out about like sexuality, um, sex, dating, you know, that list will expand just some suggestions at the bottom of the list. It does uh, have a link to my Amazon wish list, which is just like a hundred plus books that I plan on reading. I hope. And, and fucking, so then this fucking amazing person got me three books and it, that alone made me want to cry. Um, and then, and then there was just a, a lovely note, you know, that just said, uh, the opening and closing monologue of your show are my favorite parts. One can only hope the knowledge gleaned from these makes its way onto your show. Keep up the great work. Love the first of the nakeds. SB and that alone then I saw the note and then I definitely cried then there were some tears um so and thank so thank you again what she what did she get me guys okay and girls and people in between um got what do women want adventures in the science of female desire by Daniel Bergner so uh if I clear if I if I already don't know 56 episodes into this podcast what women want I do now have a book that also might teach me whatever Mel Gibson couldn't back in 2000. Uh, a Billion Wicked Thoughts, What the Internet Tells Us About Sexual Relationships. Uh, I put this on the wish list assuming it's going to be about sexting. So I was like, yeah. And then and then this one just to indulge my taste in history. The Invention of News, How the World Came to Know About Itself by Andrew Pedigree. Um, so just uh, it's just actually about the history of uh, of you know of our of our news of newspapers and how we consume um the 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 important place that like the news used to hold before CNN became really obsessed with car chases uh so I'm very excited to to get to those and to read those whenever I finish the current book I'm on which is The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins which is um it's quite heavy but I am fucking trying trying to pretend to be smart so don't worry we're almost to the naked part uh almost to the naked part but you know what last it's funny last week i said hey guys you know you're allowed to write in you're allowed to email advice questions if you want uh and then someone did so and i thought it was quite fitting uh because of the the content of the question kind of matches what a lot of the topics we talk about on today's episode so I thought it was very fitting, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna share this guy Mo. I'm gonna share his uh, his question, which uh, I had never heard about this type of uh, discomfort before. So I was very curious to me. Uh, Mo writes in, okay, even though I have straight friends and they accept me and love me for who I am, I know there's there are also ones 
that are against it. And I've lost a lot of friends because of it, uh, because of his homosexuality, he's saying. For me at times, being around straight guys is uncomfortable for me. And I wonder if I'm the only one that feels that way. And also, is it uncomfortable for a straight guy to be around gay guys, even if the guy isn't trying to hit on, hit on you in any way, but just the fact of knowing that he's gay, like, does that bother straight guys? Like, for example, it comes to the point that in public, if I see a guy walk in the restroom before me, I won't even go in until I see them leave. Um, and last thing, I know I'm not special or anything, but um, could I get a shout out on the next podcast? So, Mo, uh, first and foremost, here's here's your shout out. Mo! I mean, I guess that's what a shout out is. Uh, I th- My roommates are probably going to come knock now. Huh. So, so Mo, um, first one, I, I would like to say I'm sad. At, I People would think I would say to you, oh, I'm sad to hear that you've lost friends after coming out to them. But you know what? I say good riddance. Uh, I know I'm not in a position where coming out about who I am will be nearly as polarizing as being out as gay or bi or transgender. But as someone who has never fit the quote-unquote norm, I can say that you're better off with the friends who love and accept you for who you are and who you want to love and fuck, okay? Now, if you're new to listening to my show, you'll know that I am not a fan of generalizing a gender or group or type of people, unless it's like just really, really funny or really, really obvious. Uh, I mean, so, so not to say hashtag not all straight guys, but not all straight guys are the same. Just like not all gay black men are the same or all female CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, you know, all 27 of them are the same. Uh, I can only speak for myself. So, so sure, I'm comfortable around gay men. I mean, and I'm not even talking about being in a gay bar comfortable. I'm talking I've seen two dudes blowing each other a couple feet from me comfortable. I'm aware that a man who is attracted to other men uh, just so that I'm not excluding bisexual men from the conversation. Uh, I'm aware that he, that guy is not always going to hit on me. And I'm positive that there are other straight men who know this too, okay? Uh, and also, yeah, sometimes they are hitting on us, and that's fine. And thank you to all of those who have. Uh, however, there, there are also less informed or insecure heterosexuals who don't know this. Sometimes they're ignorant from a lack of exposure or education, or they have their own personal demons going on uh, that they project their insecurities beyond themselves. Now, I can't say I can relate to your expressed discomfort around heterosexual men or bisexual men you perceive to be heterosexual for one reason or another. Um, I'm curious if any other male listeners can relate to this. So yeah, that is a call for all of my queer listeners, especially the gay and bi and pansexual men listening, but anyone else uh, on the other parts of the spectrum, please email in if you can comment on this because I cannot, uh, I have all the privilege of the world in a drawer that I never use. So, so, so your broad question about straight men. Uh, yes, there are guys who are uncomfortable around the gays and there are breeders who are super totally fine with it to the point that they'll get naked at a big party where gay butt stuff is happening just like with anything else uh, it's about each individual person now if you're curious if one of your hetero friends is somewhat uncomfortable around you or at the gay bar um, you should ask that friend now it's fine if 
to if someone's a little uncomfortable around some gay PDA, don't jump to calling them a bigot if they see you grab a guy's ass and they look frozen. Because uh, th- there are people who are fine with LGBT folks as a concept, and they they know and recognize that they deserve equal rights, but they may not have experienced the sight of gay people interacting in person, other than maybe watching Glee. So so seeing two men make out on the street or seeing two women in sandals hold hands on an independently owned eco-friendly bookstore may still squeak them out. And as long as they're not running off looking for a bucket to puke in, give them a little time to get used to it. Okay, remember that chant? Uh, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. Blah, 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 blah. We're here, we're queer, get used to it. If this, if being around gay people is new to them, they just may be in the process of getting used to it. But you should ask them if they're uncomfortable. But honestly, it doesn't matter if they're uncomfortable because, I mean, unless you're like taking a dude's dick out at the restaurant that everyone's doing boozy brunch at, you're, <laughs> it shouldn't affect your behavior. Just do you, boo-boo. Now, um, I don't think I, I mean, because here, prime example, I don't think I knew any openly queer people until high school. And even then it was just like a few lesbians and bisexual girls, right? It wasn't until I came to NYU for college here in New York that I actually saw two men kiss in real life. Now, did it make me uncomfortable? Yeah, I I was uncomfortable. Uh, not, not out of disgust, but just because it was something new to me I hadn't seen before. Now, when that became not a big deal to me, I slowly started noticing transgender people around the village. And that certainly took some getting used to as well. Because you know what? We fear the unfamiliar And as I met more people and learned about the variety of people in the world, I became more comfortable. Enough so that I can now go to an orgy and not even bad high when like, I see a trans woman getting jerked off by a cis chick getting spanked by who even cares what anymore. So, I mean, I hope that answered your question. Uh, And I'm thrilled that you're enjoying the podcast. So, you know, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, so if if, if anyone else, I hope I hope I covered I think I covered everything there. Yeah. The only thing that I can't relate to, I hope uh, you listeners will email me at manhorpod at gmail.com if, uh, if you can relate to what Mo here is, uh, is saying. Uh, and now for, now for today's show. Now for today's show, I've got James in. James is, uh, so James I found on Craigslist, asked him to do the pot, come get naked in my apartment. He said yes pretty quickly. Um, no, we had a really, oh man, this, I, I gotta be honest, even though I got to look at boobies and, and pussy plenty, uh, during the other naked podcast, this might've been my favorite. I gotta say, I gotta say it was, is interesting with this whole social experiment. This was the one I was the least nervous about because there was just no sexual tension on my end and had a fucking blast. And, and again, it's a, per, James has a perspective. I don't get the talk about much on the podcast because i have not hooked up with many gay men so um yeah i mean we talked about the gamut of things everything from you know gay bukkakis to uh relationships and love and 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 we even talked a lot about um hiv and truvada uh so so it's just a wide range of topics, really cool stuff. I think you guys are going to love this episode. I know I did. So sit back, relax, get naked if you want to. You're welcome to join us on this naked endeavor 
uh, and listen to me chatting with James. So I'm here with James, and we're gonna we're gonna do the towel drop again. I thought that was a more efficient method. So um, yeah. So hold on one second. So um, okay. So on the count of three, we'll do like one, two, three. Then you don't drop on three. Right. You drop uh, after three, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Drop. All right. Okay. Yeah. Solid. And now we now because we're not savages, we put towels on the chair. Right. <laughs> All right. Feel free to grab a mic. This won't be weird at all. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Welcome. It's a it's a it's a double man scent today uh, on the Manor Podcast. I'm, I'm freshly bathed. I I am as well, but there's still like a natural like male scent. Yeah. Uh, which is normally not doubled on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally there's a there's a feminine energy. There's a lot of uh, lotions usually that will, will offset okay. a lot of conditioner. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I did not I did not expect beard. When I was oh really? Uh, I I thought I was expecting you to be way more broy because I never. You're the only one I haven't seen like a a, a face picture of. Uh-huh. I uh, so so for the girls I was cruising. I was recruiting on Reddit and 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 um, Tinder. Right for the guys I was like on Reddit and Craigslist because I was like, well, Craigslist right. there will be no shortage of uh, of at least of men on there. And <laughs> your picture is you just like. From behind on all fours, full arced back. Uh, but are you wearing a hat or something? Because I thought you were wearing like a Coachella type colored backwards I'm, cap. I'm, uh, hmm. I don't remember which picture you're talking about, but I, I, I might be wearing a blindfold actually. <laughs> that could. Oh, okay. Do you have a colored blindfold? There's some sort of pink. And uh, I guess I, I guess I got this vision of some dude who goes to Coachella wow, no. and drinks beers nope. and bangs bros and fist pumps. That's what no, I thought. No, that's not quite my scene. But interesting that you got that impression from from that picture. Yeah, and then, well, then once you said you were gonna bike here, I was like, okay, that's that was the first sign I might be wrong. <laughs> Maybe it's an eco conscious bro, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. and you got here, I was like, oh, it's a very different person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, hello and welcome Hi, um, to the to the show. So, well, would you would you think when I first uh, when I contacted you about this uh, for your ad? God, I was a, I was like a little surprised. Um, I th- I thought it was funny because the first sentence of your email was like, uh, "Just so you know, this is not about the massage." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and my copying? post was not a massage. <laughs> right, I got caught copy and pasting. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, but yeah, I thought it would be, uh, a little bit interesting, uh, to have a conversation like this and listen to some of your podcasts. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Sure. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, uh, cause I wanted to put myself in the same position that I'm basically putting the, I was like, I should be fair about this. Yeah. And then completely you know, like, and there were, there were straight guys like I found on Reddit first and I, cause I wasn't necessarily like targeting, um, like someone who's not heterosexual. Right. And I was like, you know what? I think it'd be more interesting to go the other way. And plus, who wants to listen to two straight guys naked talking yeah, about sex? No one. That's no like one. all we listen to ever. There's plenty of there's plenty <laughs> in the of world. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't, no one needs to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you say, what's your like listenership breakdown? Is Are most of your listeners straight? Do you think? Um, I would assume that there's. That's a weird thing. They do not have the Google Analytics yeah, for sexual yeah, orientation. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like I hear, I get emails from gay men and bisexuals and people all across the spectrum. Yeah. I get a lot of women in opposite sex pairings mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I get a lot of those questions. Right. Um, 
but I don't know, you know, I don't know if they're bi or if they're right. straight or yeah. what, but yeah. I would assume there's like, it's a similar breakdown to things. Yeah. I, I mean, noticed, the content seems most predominantly straight. It would right? seem that way, but you know, I, I try to keep it across like a queer spectrum as, yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. As absolutely. someone who is not like hooked up with dudes before. Right. Like, of <laughs> Um, there was one uh, trans woman, but that was totally by mistake, and I stopped when I realized. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> and they know that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I don't know, like I had a gay rapper on. I've yeah, had yeah. On. I heard. I listened to that actually. Cool. Yeah, yeah. big difference. Oh, I can't wait to see him live. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen a show because he hasn't had one in New York for a while. But fingers crossed. So, <laughs> um, I have a question. So, wh- why answer. did you decide to write to me? Okay. Uh, based on my posting and did you write to a lot of people like what was your sort of response in the search and how'd you land on me for craigslist uh i think i probably answered about five ads probably about something like five maybe four uh-huh. um i looked for someone who didn't write just one sentence yeah kind of the same things you would uh look for normally if right. answering <laughs> an ad you would look for someone who put some effort in they're not just mindless yeah um so you, you'd put more than a sentence in your ad and it wasn't like all caps like hey smashing keyboard let's fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. as as many uh online ad could be certainly and uh yeah so right. and, and you seem you seem down there you're also in an age group where i was like okay i want someone who wasn't like my age or below i'm i'm 12 uh-huh. so yeah cool um because the last guest daniella she's in her early 20s right the other girl um mary is in her late 20s uh-huh. so i wanted to get someone who was at and least lived, i'm 25 okay and i want someone to um, who's like lived a little extra life? Who's had yep. some time sure. outside of their twenties uh-huh. a little bit? So, yeah, those factors. Yep. Yeah, I'm in my <laughs> early thirties. Yeah, for you listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, I mean that's so that's why I answered. Yeah. Um, and I, but again, those are like the same things I look for if I answer other ads. I mean, I've cruised Craigslist and Reddit ads, and yeah. even ones where it's a woman posting for a guy. If it's a really short sentence, unless I'm really fucking horny, um, I usually don't answer yeah. because. My theory is like if someone doesn't put a lot of effort into an ad or a response, like if, um, you know, it, like ladies, I'm sure you get plenty of like dick pic responses, right? With one with three words in it. So it's like if, you, if you're going to put that much effort into your response or into your post, like how much effort are you going to be putting in as a lover? Yeah, right. It's agreed. Like, probably not doing much. Yep. Probably thinking about yourself. Yep. It's a good filter. It's a great filter. Uh, even I, you know my favorite filter. What's that? Favorite filter is at the end of a post. You put like, and if and if you re- just to see that you read this whole post, put starfish in your subject, <laughs> or you'll be ignored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I fuck up. I accidentally put starfishes. I'm like, oh fuck! I put the wrong one. They're gonna delete me. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so are you on Craigslist a lot? No, no, no. I, I I used to be on it more. Okay. Um. I feel like it is kind of, uh, it isn't what it used to be, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's been sub- subsumed a little bit le- by uh, Grinder and Scruff, actually. Okay. You know? Does that make sense? Well, like, are all the good guys on Grinder and Scruff now, or uh, like Craigslist uh, lost the good guys? Or? Yeah. I, I think there's just like kind of less activity there okay you know? but it's 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 different than grinder and scruff it's like much obviously you can sort of like paint whatever picture you want of like a specific you know thing you're looking for which which grinder and scruff aren't so much designed like that mm-hmm. um so every now and then i'll like i'll i'll put up an ad and see but honestly like 
in some ways it's not even about like the actual like actually hooking up with someone but kind of like the process and the experience is kind of a turn on also like posting an ad and like and getting and wait, responses waiting and, for email checking the email yeah, like exactly. is there a new one yeah, oh yeah exactly exactly there's just a thrill in that. I'm a, yeah, big, I'm a yeah. big fan of planning. Yeah. Um, I think that's like a whole level of foreplay. Yeah. Really. Okay. You know? Completely. Like if someone, if I'm emailing with someone and like whether it's on like one of the apps or Craigslist or whatever, like if someone like two, ma- two emails in is like, let's fuck now. Like I'm kind of like, I need, I want to like converse a little bit okay. more over email, both, both to like, kind of suss out whether this person is a crazy person or not mm-hmm. but also to kind of like yeah it's like it's a it's a form of foreplay like building sure. up sort of like what we're both interested in and and uh sort of like developing that idea sure sure Does that make sense? absolutely i uh i did the the online foreplay of like building the scene yeah like almost like it's one thing when i'm meeting up with someone just for whatever right um but when it's when we're both like hey let's try to make this different and interesting yeah and it's like a very specific thing like one time i did um there was this like online dating site i was on for a brief minute when i was uh right out of college mm. not like a mainstream one it was like a college it's supposed to like gear towards college kids um and so this girl and i we decided to do something a little different and we hadn't met in person but we decided we would meet at a movie theater at like Go see like some shitty movie in eighth week of release, maybe like an indie, f- not, something right. that would be empty on a Tuesday afternoon. And then, um, so there would be a ticket waiting for her at the box office. I, she'd have to come find me in the back row. I'm wearing a white hat. That's my signal. Look for the guy in the white hat that looks like kind of sketchy. Uh-huh. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um, but no, she was supposed to come up, sit next to me, not say a word. That would, this is, okay. you know, and again, this is all very like explicitly set out, which yeah, is, again, yeah. kind of the thrill. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm feeling when she's walking up the steps of the Regal and I'm like, okay, I see her and, and I'm like, okay, like also this part of me, like with the anticipatory anxiety, be like, don't fuck up the plan. Don't, right, right. don't deviate. <laughs> um, you'll root, you'll take me out of it. And she's supposed to sit down next to me, not say anything, just watch the movie. Yeah. And, um, she's supposed to wait for me to put my hand on her thigh and that would be like our cue to go. Okay. But until then, don't say anything. Don't look at me like nothing. Um, and she's wearing this like black dress, no bra, no panties, like instructed. Uh-huh. And uh, but so I probably waited about like five, ten minutes into the movie, which in reality is probably like a minute in. Right. But like I'm thinking it's yeah, longer. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then and then we kind of went at it, and like she blew me in the theater, and then I played with her, and I got a second blowjob in the movie. Wow. And I think that was the first time I was like, wait, I can get two blowjobs in one movie? Yeah, seriously. Oh, this whole being young thing is great. I want to ride that for forever. <gasps> yeah, for sure. Well <laughs> uh, done. Yeah. Um, and then, and then just, we, like, we walked out together and exchanged a couple words and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't meet up again. We like, let that be the hot memory that it is. Yeah. You ever like to have like a really hot hookup where you're like, that was so good. We're not going to top that. Like, let's not fuck that up. Yeah. I don't know, actually. I mean, if I have, mm hmm. Yeah, I get that. Mm. I get that. Sometimes, but I think if I have a really hot hookup, my inclination is for better or for worse to like maintain contact, you know, or something. Mm. And, uh, like I remember I had this one super fucking hot hookup and, uh, he gave me basically a fake name and a fake phone number, like (laughs) when he left, which I didn't realize, you know, and, uh, 
it felt shitty, you know? Like, mm. um, but then I was kind of like, you know what? Maybe, I mean, he had a good time. I had a good time. Sure. Like, I, I think, you know, but um, I think it's just like you're saying. I think he was probably interested in just like letting this one thing be what it was. And, and that was the end of it. So that's fine. Sure, sure. And I've, I've totally, you know, I haven't given a fake phone number before, but, um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've sort of been on the other side of that also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's shitty when both people don't know that that's what it's going to be, but I think right, yeah. it's, it's, it's much more preferred yeah, I much when, preferred when both of them, would, when we're yeah. both like, we both think this like should not, right. we can't do better, right? That This is both yeah. A plus, right? High yeah. five. Yeah. Enjoy. Let's try to repeat this with others. Let's spread the good fuckings yeah. around. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I did look at your, your Reddit stuff a bit. So you're also on the Reddit like I am. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I'm like... Both, both with Craigslist and Reddit, it's like, like sometimes I won't go near them for literally months, three months yeah. or whatever, and then I'll kind of check back in and like, what you know, whatever. Cool. Uh, so now, are you are you normally looking like to date, or are you trying to just hook up? I mean, what's your what's your deal? What's your stat? Like, what's what's your dreams these days, dude? Uh, I, uh, I I don't. I guess like the easiest way of saying it is I don't have an agenda. Um, good I, answer. Good answer. Yeah, I'm like totally open to meeting a life partner tomorrow you know um but it's it's not like i'm not setting out to do that and if i if and when i meet a person i like let whatever our chemistry is define what our relationship becomes whether it's finally a, a man who gets me <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> whether it's like a one-time fuck or my husband you yeah know? yeah i haven't met the husband yet but i've pl- met plenty of one-time fucks totally I, I, and I've been saying this for a long time. It's like, I, as much as I would, I have this show because I am a hopeless romantic who right. cannot seem to get a girl. I can get laid, but I can't get a girlfriend for some reason. Yeah. Um, and I say, people ask me like, oh, but aren't you searching? I'd be like, yeah, we got each individual thing. There's an appropriate thing for that connection. So like, yeah. you know, that person who's a one-time fuck would not maybe be appropriate as a husband. That um, casual sex partner might be better as a ongoing casual sex partner than just like a one-time fuck and uh you know hopefully that you recognize that the husband type uh was not appropriate to be a one-time fuck and that that's someone you want to go out and yeah. hold hands with and, yep. and to go on boat rides totally that's all i want boat rides i know <laughs> yeah agreed i think that it's like one sort of uh challenge is uh you know like i'm kind of like I'm sexually adventurous is what I'll say. I'm a little bit like kinky, dirty, sure. minded, whatever. Some um, people call it perverted yeah. or deviant. <laughs> I, we, we call it experimental. We call yeah. it adventurous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's when you're sort of like start, when you start out on a dating track with mm. someone, it's a little bit hard to be like, well, I'm really into this like fucked up crazy shit, you know? And not that like, whatever, it's all relative, but, um, <laughs> uh, so I think that's that's kind of like an interesting and challenging thing to navigate is like when and how to uh, express kind of what your sexual interests and needs are in a really frank way mm-hmm. with someone that you're not hooking up, like you're not having the conversation to hook up. So that's not the conversation you're really having. You might be talking about what your job is and like what, you know, books you've read, which is also important <laughs> right so personally when do you when do you drop the the kink bomb on like a on like a, a potential romantic 
connection? I don't have. I haven't answered. I haven't found the answer to that question yet. I mean, uh, like, I have think, you found a lot of wrong answers? Because I found, <laughs> I've found a lot of wrong answers. <laughs> well, but if, it, but is it a wrong answer? Like, if you drop it on the first date and they're not into it, then like that, maybe you're like not wasting your time. Like, maybe you're like that's the most efficient way of doing it. So, in, uh. You know, when I'm sort of interacting with someone, whether it's like, I don't, I'm sort of on Tinder, like I don't really use that much, but even, you know, people that I've interacted with on Scruff or whatever that are kind of more dating track than Mm. whatever, like I actually kind of try to introduce some of the like sex stuff that I'm interested in. And can you, what's the difference between, I know, I know of Scruff, uh, it's like Grindr, it's just like has a little bit of a different interface. It's a little, um, I would say it's a little less trashy than grinder okay. like it's um it wears a suit the the um i don't know if i'd say it wears a suit <laughs> but um the the demographic mix i think is a little bit maybe a little older maybe a little i mean it's called scruff for god's sake so it's okay. like you know facial hair etc okay. um but not ever, but it's like there's totally like hairless people on scruff, sure. scruff also so um but i i, I tend to prefer scruff okay for whatever reason for what it's worth yeah. i mean we can log on to scruff right now and see how <laughs> see <laughs> Do you ever see the video of uh What's in your neighborhood? i think it was like straight men on grinder or something like that like uh it was something like buzzfeed yellow and I've type s- of video i've and... seen a video of, of women reading grinder messages but it i don't think i've been seen that. what you're talking about i feel like they put straight dudes on grinder and like let them like see what that was like or something yeah that sounds interesting yeah i would watch that I would watch straight guys looking at Grinder. Mm. There's something kind of alluring to me about like straight guys observing gay shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever that's worth. I don't know what that's about, but Okay. What I mean, listen, I remember I mean I think the first time I got exposed to anything like vaguely hardcore wasn't even like in person. I went to Boots and Saddles yeah. over what is that on Christopher, I think. And fucking they, I don't know if they still have it because I haven't been there in forever, but they have the TVs or they used to have TV, like tiny TVs, like kind of around the top. And it was just playing hardcore gay porn, yeah. but not like ass fucking gay porn, like 69 rim job gay right, porn. Right. And I'm 20 at the time. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess this is the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even think I knew what a rim job was, but right. like when I watched, I was like, I think that's what the thing they were talking about. Yep. Now you know. Now you've yeah. seen it. <laughs> and then after that, it was all okay. With, like, I, yeah. not an okay. I meant all of it, like, nothing shocked me after that. Right, right. Uh, it, when, I, when I've, I've been in group scenarios, like, where, around other men and men yeah. who were playing with other men. It was all just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, right. I, listen, I saw probably the hardest of it other than, like, shitting on chess. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even now, like, I remember, like, the first time I was in a scenario where, like, like two dudes were blowing each other like three feet from me then after that i was like yeah this is gonna be okay this what was tell me more about this scenario uh this is a bukkake okay um it was the the lady was there was a lady who was the like the special guest of the evening right yeah and this guy jefferson who um he organized um he organizes these a lot he's been on the show yeah. too and and for and somehow by the way every, every anyone i'll talk to in a uh, non like norm world. If I say Jefferson, I'm like I know Jefferson, <laughs> the, the, that dude gets around. Um, yeah. Anyway, so he, uh, I remember like the second or third one I went to of his, he puts in the emails like this is a bi friendly one, so there may be bi play going on. <clears throat> um, 
and I actually remember like a dude did kind of reach out to grab me, and I just kind of bad my hand away because that yeah. wasn't cool. Because Jefferson's big on like consent heavy, yeah, um, stuff. But but again, person was like respectful, right. and and so the, basically it was a chick and her like boyfriend ish person, but the boyfriend was by, and so like I remember at one point, like I think he's like interchanging between going down on his girlfriend who's blowing a like 15 dudes right uh like between going down her and switching that like jefferson's cock and so and jefferson arranges that he's like the organizer he, yeah he's the orgy organizer how do i get someone to organize that for me uh he he <laughs> would very happily organize a bukkake for you sure sure he's the he's like a guy like i'm very italian like like i know people who know people like yeah. if you need something i could probably get it like yeah. in college like people would text me for drugs i never sold drugs i don't even do drugs i, be, I don't even, i don't smoke weed yeah um but people would be like, hey, can you get us this? I'd be like, you know I don't do drugs, right? And they were like, yeah, we know that. I was like, <laughs> But you would know who to know. It's like, what about me makes you think that I would know? But like, I don't know, we just figure. I was like, okay, let me text somebody. <laughs> I'm just, um, like, you're, like, you're not wrong, but. Yeah, I just want to know what, what am I giving off? I don't wear a tracksuit like to class, you know? <laughs> um, and, so, and so, but he's the guy who knows guys for whatever you want. So if you want wow. a bukkake and you want these parameters, he know like for example, he doesn't invite me to all of them because maybe she wants only guys over forty, or right. maybe he wants only Twinkie dudes, or like whatever. Yeah. So um, he'll he'll totally set up like gay shit. Sure, sure. Um, some and sometimes they're bi friendly, sometimes they're not. It just depends on. Usually, it goes by whatever the special guest wants, and then right. he has this pool of people to, I guess draw from so yeah i can i can contact i can i'll put you i can put you in touch <laughs> right. uh i did because i did read you want you want he also sets up like gangbang depends what yeah do i i'm the type of guy like even when he puts together a gangbang i go it just i don't like to fuck anyone right sure um so i'll go to the gangbang but i'm just there for the free blowjob like right, i'll right. be like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't want to fuck me and it was like well i know i'm just kind of here for the bj sorry um, That's fair. but no, so he puts together all sorts of stuff. But I saw in your Reddit is where you were, uh, you, you want to get gang banged. Yeah. I've got some, some fantasies around that. Yeah. Some fan- what, what's the fantasy around the gang bang? It's not just straightforward. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, just, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, sort of like that, you know, um, that dynamic is just, is hot. I think, mm. um, you know, I'm I'm in, I'm sort of interested in this sort of some of the like sub dom stuff, some humiliation. Okay. Um. I mean, I've I've had I've been in small groups, but define small like like me plus <laughs> two to three others. Okay. And you like what's your ideal number? Like how many cocks do you need? And how many is like <laughs> in your like, perfect I, world? How many dicks? I would try like I would I would maybe like try five to six. Five to six. Like. Okay. You work your way up. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's maybe, you don't want to go from like three to twenty. No, no, that would be very irresponsible. And your asshole would just be like, "Why? Got to. We got to work. We got to train. Yeah. It's like a marathon. You got. And then you raise money on Kickstarter and exactly. have friends and family that exactly. donate ten dollars. It's, it's a fundraising opportunity. <laughs> We're raising money for ALS. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm into uh, like I liked your story last week about the blindfold situation. Oh, That's yeah. something that Super I've, I'm really into and I've done before. Uh, and I like, I'm not into like pain really. Like that's not a, that's not a thing for me, but kind of the more like psychological mm-hmm. domination and, and verbal, like, you know, name calling and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be called like dirty little slut. Yeah, totally. See, so, so yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm not, I'm not into the pain either, but I also don't, 
I don't want the humiliation as much as I just want to like be put to good use. Yeah. Like I just want to do a good job. Like I want right. to I want to do a good yeah. job too. And right. I do do a good job. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh so but like I don't want the humiliation part of it. I just yeah. want to I want to be used but like in a almost benevolent way, I guess. Yeah. But, I think but, maybe I I mean, yeah. But it sounds like you I'm just want to be like that. I want to be a coxle. Like I want give me your yeah. cum. It's, yes. Yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings about cum, but You have mixed feelings about cum? Yeah. Do you tell. Well, I, I mean, for being like a slutty cocksucking bottom, like I'm actually, I'm not like cum isn't a very charged thing for me for whatever reason. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm like not super into it. Okay. It's like fine, but I'm not like give it to like, you know, cum in my mouth, whatever. Okay. You're more about the act versus I'm, the I'm finish. A, I'm, a, I'm about the act and I'm about the dick. <laughs> and about the dick. And like you finish where you want. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which some people like people are like like people don't get it. What don't they get? Well, I mean, it's not that they don't. I mean, they get it, but the, I think it's it's surprising to people mm-hmm. because it's because like the kind of shit that I'm into, like being into cum, like kind of tends to go hand in hand with that, you know. All right. But whatever, people, whatever. They, they, I'm sure <laughs> there's a wide this, range of. I'm sure, there is something you, that neither yeah. of us would get, or yeah. And then I also, I mean, there's also kind of like the layer of, uh, you know, risk, mm. um, and and how that connects to come, right? Of course, right, right. Which is a little bit, maybe a little bit more charged for gay people than. I yeah, I would imagine, uh, and I so I assume you're like a condoms all the time person. So you know, this is an interesting. We just jumped from like, oh, I'm I'm worried about the risk, but now, yeah. but I didn't get an automatic yes. You didn't get an automatic yes. No. Um, okay. We're this is an. Int- have you heard of prep? Uh, is that the new? That's not, is that the trivia? Or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, not trivia. Not trivia. Oh, sorry, sorry, which sorry. is the real estate website. Truvada. <laughs> ah, fuck, um, son of a bitch. So this, I mean, it's this is an interesting time, I think, yeah. because of because of so this is pro, prep for your listeners is pre-exposure prophylaxis um and it is taking one uh hiv medication pill Mm. when you are hiv negative it's a daily pill called truvada it's highly effective for preventing the transmission of hiv Mm -hmm. um and so i mean people are taking prep now and so which it kind of effectively (laughs) removes hiv from the concern of unsafe sex sure um and i don't even i like from uh, sex without condoms yeah yeah. um obviously does not protect against other any of the other stuff yeah um so you know people navigate their own risk in different ways right um so that's something that i'm kind of like figuring out i have you know i like i being on prep i am uh sooner to get to a point with someone if like i i trust that they're responsible right. that i would not use condoms um i you know like in a couple of my past relationships got to that point sooner than i otherwise would have i think um so it's i mean it's changing things it's changing the dynamic um mm-hmm. and uh it's like uh it's highly effective you know sure. so i mean it's sort of gay people weren't using condoms before AIDS, yeah. you know, um, it's a complicated, uh, time, I think, 
um, and people are figuring out what it means. But it's like a, it's a highly effective public health strategy. The right. CDC is recommending it for high risk populations. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's so? I'm curious actually about as a straight guy, like sure. what your uh, approach or uh, strategy is regarding uns- unsafe sex. Con- I mean, I just, I just use condom. Like, yeah. I, um, I, <clears throat> I mean, one- you told a story last week about hooking up with someone and not using a condom. Uh, I don't think so. I think is the, the, the blindfold thing. No, no, no. Is this about the larger girl? Oh, who... but yeah. Well, that was that was not with. She did not have sex with me with my consent. That was a uh, a very very large person. Um, <laughs> took our oral encounter to yeah. into her own hands and vagina when I did not when I actually explicitly said no. Um, Got it. And she did not poke on. And that you know I was. I was not happy with it for both because I didn't want to have sex with her. And right. I said, no, I don't want to have sex with you. And then yeah. she's still had sex with me. Yeah. Uh, but also because she didn't put a condom on and that was kind of like where we were at. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I use condoms. That's, that's my thing. And yeah. you know, I, I have been fluid bonded with very few people. Right. I think I've like, like a very solid, explicit agreement I've had with two. I had way more like <clears throat> unsafe sex in college Cause I was just like dumb or like I would, you know, you, you, ex- you accept those excuses more easily. Yeah. Uh, but that became less the case, uh, after college, I would say like starting late 2011, early 2012, there was just, I don't think I had any slip ups. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was just very simple. It was like, okay. It was almost like part of the thing. It's like, okay, like I'm gonna go down on you. Now you go down on me and I'm gonna reach for a condom and I'm gonna put it on. Then we're going to fuck. Like, right. Right. Um, so yeah, I just, I just use them, uh, yeah. for, for the same reasons. Like I, I, don't want to fuck my dick up right and right. i don't want a baby yep and i think you know not i, I don't want to say like sim, i don't want to downplay and say similarly to birth control but like because obviously one's a, a bit more <laughs> serious than the other um but it's it's not an ex, I, I don't i still don't find either to be an excuse to to not to ditch the condom so quickly i mean i'll hear a lot of people be like oh yeah it's fine but like she told me she's on birth control it's good it's like birth control does not protect against shit dude yeah um it, it's it's there's just so many other things that will fuck you up and some are cured to a pill some are not a very big deal and but you know neurosyphilis ain't ain't good i yeah. saw that episode of house okay yeah. that woman was fucked up yeah. um <laughs> And so, so me, I just I use condoms unless I'm in a very explicit agreement. And again, yeah. those are, like I said, I've, I've I've been in two very explicit agreements. There was a uh, one partner uh, post college, and then one like my freshman year right. of college. It's it's just a, it's just a, it's not even negotiable. It's not something I even think about. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Is that something like in at what point in a relationship would you? It would depend on my trust level with that person. Yeah. Um, sex with a condom for me, like, listen, I I agree. Sex without a condom is just fucking great. Um, but like in the order of great things, like, uh, it's it's my dick working. Sex with a condom. The and, risk isn't worth it to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what point it would be like it would have to listen. I'm a guy who hasn't even been in a long term relationship. I've right. been fucking trying. Um. <laughs> So I don't know. I think Arissa and I <laughs> ditched. This is my first ever only girlfriend. Arissa and I ditched condoms pr- really early, just in the sense of we both renewed sex. I took her virginity, and I had sex with one person, protected twice, and that was it. And we weren't fucking other people. Right. And so we and she was on birth control. So we just really the only times we used condoms was when she planned her BC to 
like skip her period if I was visiting that weekend. Right. And then we would use condoms then. But otherwise, yeah, we just we just used them. And then yep. the other partner was um definitely ditched them earlier than I normally would have. Right. But there was an um a bond that I felt that I can't really explain. Mm-hmm. And I just trust her. I really trust her. So I'm like, okay, if you know, I'm I'm basically handing you my dick. I'm trusting you with my dick. And and other women are kind of trusting you because um even though I'm using condoms with them, they're still, you know, that fail safe, right? Right. Um so yeah, those those are the two things. Yeah. Uh one both kind of early, but one because there was no really no risk, and then the because we both been tested and both virgins, and the other one was um both been tested and real i don't i really i can't explain the trust level it's yeah it's very yeah. outside of my character yeah. i will say it, she was actually my first slip up since 2011 mm-hmm. um and there was a conversation and then there was more conversation and then there was thought and by the time we had had sex again um which had been a little bit i i was like okay i'm, I'm okay with this yeah but it's not a decision I made lightly. Yeah, it, it's sure. something I really thought about because I do have multiple partners, yeah. and I not have to only think about my dick, which is like my first, second, and third priority. Right. Well, let's say first, second, and fourth, <laughs> and then third in there is is these women who like. Listen, I don't have like fuck partners. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck. Like, I'm at least vague friends, if not close friends, with these women that I sleep with, right. and because that's just how I end up being with partners and so i just you know i gotta think about their health too yeah of course yeah i would i would imagine it's about the same like yeah. you you wouldn't you definitely don't want to make anyone sick you know right, you don't, right. Wanna, like, do you don't want like you don't want like yeah grand you can gonorrhea like okay cool you're taking yeah. a pill but like you don't want to have to they didn't sign up for that so you want yeah. you know i'm sure it's the same thing for you well if you i mean they the didn't condoms, sign up for that but but if it's a consensual unprotected Oh, I meant like the other for the risk of it. Oh, I know? meant like uh, my other partners, like let's say a condom breaks, right? Like they, right. you know, right, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I would imagine the same would go for you. Like yep. now, when you if you ditch the condoms, um, do you? I mean, are you monogamous at that point, or is it there? Well, we're using condoms outside of this. It would be the latter. The latter, yeah. yeah. And then, and so again, for you, it's there is a trust where you're like, I am trusting my whole body to you. Don't fuck that up. Right. You know, and if you do slip up, you got to tell me because this is, you know, it, it, at that point, And that's the interesting thing is because um, the, the studies keep saying that people in no, uh, non-monogamous couples actually have lower SDI rates than um, than monogamous couples. Because when they cheat, they get like, oh, my God, I can't tell. Yeah, that's um, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they'll say the the, the thought process apparently the conclusion more open they wrote. communication. <laughs> right, right. And and it's really about valuing the person more than the relationship. So like let's say this guy and you slip up and you didn't use a condom outside of it, um and and you guys are, you know, you're you're on your prep and you're on and, and you're fucking bareback and and you slipped up, you you made a mistake, it happens. Um, but instead of just like being worried to tell him you care about him. Yeah. More than you two together, that yep. you'd be like, I fucked up, and whatever that means for us, it means for us. But like, just for your safety, I got it. We have to use condoms right now because yep. until you know six months or whatever pass. Yep. I and I think people that's really hard for people because you know, especially when you're in love, man, you value that connection. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's sometimes you gotta fight through and care about them. 
Oh, this got really deep. Agreed, and, yeah. Yeah, it's got really deep, man. Let's get back to the gangbangs. No, but I think, and listen, I mean, it's not just a fuck show. I mean, I like I like talking about these types yeah, of yeah. things, and uh, I, it's a perspective I don't get to have often right. enough on the show. Uh, granted, I had to have you here naked to do it, but... You didn't have to. Oh, right, right. That was your choice. <laughs> so, um, so like, yeah, like, so check in. So, so uh, naked, how how we feeling? This is... Is this what you thought? Is this what you expected? Not what you expected? Um, it's it's I guess most basically what I expected. Okay. Um, yeah, the naked part isn't. I mean, it's like a thing, you know, like sure. your dick. Um, yeah. but I wouldn't. I mean, aside from like the first ninety seconds or whatever, it's kind of like <laughs> kind of got over it. Yeah, I know? I noticed that with the other two recordings, where I was like, okay, this is. I will say, I actually feel way more comfortable right now than with the other two, right? Because in the other two, there's almost like a sexual tension, for right. me, at least for me, like yeah. because I'm just like, um, ah, oh, boobs, and, or right. like, oh, you're really cute, and then, um, right. and so there's. So how do you how do you feel being um, sitting naked in front of a gay man? <laughs> I'm oddly comfortable. Uh, okay, good. It's because again, been around other naked men, been around naked gay men at parties, but there's always like you know, there, there's been women, there's been reasons. It's not like I've never been one on one sitting with a gay dude before. Right. Oh, except for one time, but I was getting paid, so that like <laughs> that kind of doesn't count. <laughs> is this a joke or is that an actual thing? Oh, uh, actual thing. So yeah. what? Or, well, tell me about that. Oh, I used to webcam in college. Oh, okay. So like my junior year of college for about a year, I did I, I webcammed and. I did one live show in New York, so I went to this guy's apartment in Chelsea and got paid a hundred bucks for the half hour uh-huh. uh, to like just stroke, no touching, and um, just beat off. Like we, he put on a porn and we sat on his bed together and just both were jerking what off. What an easy hundred dollars! Easy hundred, <laughs> easy hundred dollars, and just came like kind of where he went and like, where he wanted and. He wanted he wanted me to shoot in his mouth. I told him that would have cost extra. He's like, "Well, what about a glass?" I was like. <laughs> I can be okay with that. I, I'd rather not watch you drink my cum for the same amount, but he's like, that's fine. So like I, like I shot into a glass when, uh, when the half hour is coming up and then he went to the bathroom. I'm assuming he took a shot and, wow. um, came out and then we got dressed. Interesting. So that's the only time I've been naked in front of someone who like, I have zero interest in drinking cum from a glass. Yeah. <laughs> from it sounds like you have zero interest in drinking cum period. I mean, I, I've, I have more interest in, in, taking it from a dick but sure not sure. from a glass yeah okay okay <laughs> so but yeah so this but oddly comfortable but i think it's because at least for me there's no sexual tension right. so i'm like cool but there's the nerves before i this was definitely one where i think i was more nervous beforehand right right um but the one where i'm more comfortable during mm-hmm. so because before i'm like one i'm like okay i i'm very i'm, I'm very body so i have some body image issues okay. okay i'm a man on weight watchers and last night i ate a lot of junk food um don't know why kind of was acting out through food eating, and eating your feelings yeah which is ironic because yesterday i did i, I skyped into some other podcast um which is about body image and eating disorders and things um and so i talked about all that so i don't know if that was the trigger or what huh anyways so there's part of that would be like I because I knew you had um I saw like your vague body form sure. so I was like okay he's clearly more in shape than me um and then I was I'm I'm I think I'm more comfortable you don't have like this like swinging eight inch cock <laughs> like eight inch eight inches soft like what I'm are just you talking, what are you swinging. implying about my dick no he's very <laughs> average normal size like it looks like my dick I'm like that makes right. me comfortable yeah, yeah. in the familiarity <laughs> um so there was that uh-huh. um. But no, just I feel pre- pretty calm and comfortable. Good, because I don't feel like okay, like I'm 
because there's no thoughts right now of like am i gonna try to are we gonna hook up because it was weird so like when we hooked oh, the first the first person i recorded with we hooked up afterwards oh wow uh purely by accident uh-huh. kind of because we just like kept talking never got dressed right. so i was like gonna default to her i was gonna be like well i'm good i i'm not gonna tell her to put clothes on because i'm enjoying my view so right. and she just ended up sitting there for like hours and right. never put on. Now I'm definitely putting this episode next week and putting hers last because I've now referenced the Mary episode in both, and then I get the fuck with the time space continuum yeah. of podcasting and internet agency. Yeah, where sure. we're talking about something that hasn't happened for them yet. <laughs> That's um, good. I enjoy that. So yeah, so I'm I'm very very comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, totally. So glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have do you have a type a type you dig type of guy? <sighs> Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I, I, I mean, I, I, there's a bit of a range, but mm-hmm. I think that I tend to like, um, guys. I'm going to, I'm fact, I'm fact checking your, your body, your type right now. Oh, did I? Did <laughs> Based I, off of posts of yours. Oh, interesting. Did I, did I give, uh, adjectives that you're referencing? Uh, maybe a couple. I know. I like, you know, whatever. Athletic fit guys. Yeah. I like facial hair. Um, I like big dicks. You like big dicks. <laughs> you like a big. Dick. You're like my, you're like my friend Kaylee. I you mean, like I, a big dick. I mean, I'm equal opportunity, but I like sure. a big dick. Yeah. What now? Okay, now, what's big to you, inches wise? Uh, you know, I think without using your hands. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, seven and a half inches. Seven and a half and up. Okay. I, my, my my reference point obviously is like my dick. Right. And so it's like, if, what? How know. big is your dick? Hard. I don't. Seven ish. I would say like I'm like a bit above average. Okay, cool. Um, now this will be interesting experiment. So now with your hands, like what? What's? Oh, uh, what? what, what, what you, like what? Like what? What's the ideal size? Like using, um, I, that I guess maybe. Okay. Wow. I mean, I what'd you say? I said impressive. I just <laughs> because like because as a, I mean I like some prostate play with girls, so it's yeah. it's. I, I still, I mean, I I have like a little glass dildo that's like five inches, right. and I that's that's not too much, but I know that my max is going to be not too it's much close. bigger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I can't imagine taking more than that up an ass, like consistently. Never met a dick I couldn't take. <laughs> Never met a dick I couldn't take. Oh, that's going to be on the next line of condoms. That's got to be. Oh, never met a dick. Um, that's. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, but also true. Also true. Yeah. Are you? Can you? Can you bottom like at any time? Like when I when I'm taking it from a girl, I need uh, to be in the right mood and mind space and cleanliness space. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Like sometimes, like I've I've had girls who like they know I like maybe a finger or two, and they'll just try to put in at any time, and sometimes be like, oh no, not tonight, not tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, my biggest thing there is is cleanliness. cleanliness. Like, I'm not comfortable if I know that I'm not just clean as a whistle. And you know? and for people who may not know the answer, I I kind of know. I'm not I'm not a totally ignorant breeder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what how what's your like routine for like cleaning up before like prepping? I have a little like douche thing. A little douche that I use. Yeah, you do the douching. Yeah. Okay. Is, are there like other ways of doing it? I don't. Um, I mean, you could all like. This is a little. Less. I don't mean to make this be like let's interview a gay man, yeah, uh, no. but yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's important. Um, I like a like if you kind of know what's going on down there. I mean, you can also. Uh, this is a less 
thorough thing, but just <laughs> like showering and like showering. fingering a bit, you know, sure. just like a little, you know. Whoop, whoop. It gets like a double double prep. It's like uh, your own personal foreplay and clean, uh, cleaning. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. It's called bathing daily. Bathing, bathing daily. <laughs> hey, uh, which apparently, according to Naya Rivera, is like a total white person thing. Uh, Interesting. Leave it to the glee check too. Yep. Uh, I had no idea because I, and as soon as she said that, I was like, oh wait, is not showering daily an option? That's yeah. Totally going to consider that sometimes if I don't have plans. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what else do I have here? Anything? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, um, you had a you had ads up for like a straight dom. Yeah. So okay, so we've talked about like you're into humiliation. What's and then we'll get into the straight part of that in a second. But what's the what is that for? Like, where does that come from for you? Like where did this wanting to be the humiliated? Thing. Not so, just subdom, but like wanting to be called like a dirty slut. Like where's yeah, that? Yeah. Where'd I, that come from? I mean, I don't entirely know, but I think it's. I think there's something about actually like having grown up gay and like having not being totally comfortable with that right. and struggling with that and like. Uh, having the experience of of being humiliated, like actually for for being gay, like mm. legitimately humiliated, yeah. um, and so I think it's about sort of like reowning that in a way, and like in a circumstances in which I actually have control, and like it's it's sexually charged and positive, right, and and kind of like uh connected with me being desired and like me, you know, doing a good job, like we're talking yeah. about, you know? So, I mean, I think that's my, that's my best like psychoanalysis of, of what that is about. Totally. For me. Sounds plausible to me. Uh, but I also am not a psychoanalyst. Right. Um, and then now, now where's the straight part come involved where you're like, you would, and, and I, mean, I, I, ever, I saw you acquiesce. You're like, eh, it doesn't be totally straight. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I think that's, um, connected to that right yeah uh um i mean that's that's kind of like it's a little bit of a um dynamic or fantasy that uh i struggle with and not, i don't struggle with it but it's like the sort of the like fetishization of straight men i think is like totally cliche <laughs> kind of and like a lot of gay men like are like super into straight dudes you know sure um but I mean, I, I actually wonder if there's something about, uh, and I kind of want to ask you actually about sure. your perspective on your perspective on slash desire for lesbians, and mm -hmm. like, there's something about sort of like the thing you can't have, and like, and, and reversing that, and like in these online forums, I have uh, interacted, like, had sort of ongoing chat relationships or whatever with guys that I like legitimately live their lives as straight i had webcam clients like that right yeah exactly i'd be and, like how's your wife <laughs> right right and um but i think even it's not that they live their life as straight but secretly know they're gay but at least some of them i think have sort of responded to a post of mine or something like and not gone there before like they're like they're they're not on they're an extreme size ex of the Kinsey scale. They right. might be a little yeah. Somewhere. They're like exploring this curiosity for the first time between bi and straight, me. and that like that's super hot to me. You okay. know, like the straight guy who whatever, oh, you get to be the and then and then he's like, whoa, like I think your ass is hot. Like that's weird to like to think your ass is hot. What do I do with that? <laughs> and you <laughs> say that, you should jerk off. That's exactly sense, what you, you know? yeah. That totally that totally makes sense. 
and you're like you're the your ass is the special snowflake right that is making this guy considering dudes and there's something hot about like like i'll send pictures or videos mm-hmm. sometimes of me and okay. um and they'll be kind of like damn like you can really take a dick or whatever you know what i mean and, <laughs> like that's hot okay cool <laughs> Now, now, so now, what was your your question back? Well, so I mean, I, is the idea of having sex with a lesbian uh, alluring to you? And, and I guess I'm not quite yeah, asking if sorry. you'd be down, but I'm like, or is asking, it the like, concept if, if, of... if there's a like dynamic there that's like hot to you? Like, to, like I mean, like watching two a women, lesbian, right? Uh, turning a lesbian, like doing the chasing Amy, is not like a fantasy of mine. Yeah, yeah. but. Um, I'm sure there are dudes who have that Ben Affleck thing where they they, they want oh, to. I just, are, yeah. um, and I don't know if that's for like being better informed or just like not being a douche nozzle or right. what. But I don't know. No, the concept of making someone do something they don't want to do is like super turnoff to me. I'm no, you know, that's. I mean, that's z- yeah. like not zero. That's zero part of the dynamic. I sure, sure. Like I don't want to rape a straight guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, like the the thing that would be hot would be like turning a straight guy on right right, right. Him, like be into it you know? oh um i'm i get turned on being uh turning anyone on like right. i even when i i was at an open mic once and this gay comedian he like i'm walking up the 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 stairs and he just like said a comment he like i said he said a comment about my ass and i stopped for a second and he's like you could just stand there all the time i'll just keep complimenting your ass i'll be like oh that's fine i need i need some compliments today yeah. i run on like carbs and water <laughs> and compliments that's yeah. how i I, I feel myself so like i'm i i'm turned on turning people on so yeah. like even when i was doing those webcam shows right. and i know these are these are gay bi men whatever um i am not turned on by the fact that there's a, a man watching me i'm turned on that a person is watching yeah. me or that or even more so that person's paying me because that's the ultimate form of the showing desires like right i desire you so much i'm willing to pay for it yeah. right so um, yeah, I mean, if a, I, it turns me on that les, lesbian would be turned on by me just as much as it would turn me on knowing that there's a gay man on the internet thinking I'm hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like another sort of straight guy fantasy is like just having a straight guy watch while I get fucked or something like that. Right. I know, there's something about like that one is actually the the one that seems weirder to me only because like why is he watching unless you're right. also, unless it's playing into the first one where you're you're turning him. Because unless the latter is is from is do it is is gonna be an outcome of yeah. the former, then it's just a straight dude kind of watching, be like, this guy's getting fucked in the ass really well, I guess. But, but I don't know, that's hot to me. I don't okay. know, it's kind of interesting. Like, so you want him to be a little uncomfortable? Uh, maybe. Okay. I mean, I don't want him to be uncomfortable. No, you don't want to be like, like okay with that, feeling deathly about it, but like feeling kind of like irked a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't quite know. Okay. It's all a journey, man. We're figuring yeah, it out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, well. Any any other burning desires or or closing comments that you'd have? I don't think so. No. This this is fun. This was fun. This was good. Was positive experience. Yeah, positive. As I, as I told two the, thumbs up. As I told two the women, two thumbs and one dick up. Yeah, all in the ass. All three of those things <laughs> together. Uh, well, thank you, man, for coming on the show yeah, and getting naked with me. me. My pleasure. <laughs> awesome. To uh, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh man, what? Oh, how good was that? Never met a dick I couldn't take. Ah, oh, that is just fucking priceless fucking priceless um 
Uh, oh, uh, so James also added, uh, if any straight guys are interested in watching him or in any of the things that he mentioned, please do get in touch with me, your host, at manwhorepod at gmail.com, and I can connect you to. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so we talked about Truvada. We talked about prep. And James emailed me after we recorded, and he, he had a few other comments about prep that I'm going to read to you. Because, you know, I, I felt it was important and, uh, and, and, some, and some good thoughts on something that is new and groundbreaking and uh, life-changing for all, any, all queer men, essentially. So, uh, so James wrote in, uh, yeah, I, I wish I'd been a little more eloquent on the prep stuff. One important point is that prep actually isn't just Truvada. It's a whole sexual health strategy, which also includes a complete STI screening every three months. So if someone on prep gets gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, is caught early and treated right away. And I think the main point I was trying to, to make is that with sex, condoms, prep, STIs, number of partners, etc., we're all navigating and negotiating the level of risk we're comfortable with. And prep changes that risk calculation quite a bit. Plenty of gay guys on prep have chosen to ditch condoms entirely, and that's a level of risk they and their partners presumably assuming consent, are comfortable with. Plenty of other gay men on PrEP still religiously use condoms and consider PrEP an additional level of protection. One of the biggest, and probably the biggest, benefit for me personally has been the removal of a layer of anxiety around sex that I think a lot of gay men experience because of HIV. So I'll leave it at that. It's certainly not right for everyone but I think it's pretty amazing and great that it's another prevention tool we have access to. So again, super fun episode and, and some really great wise words of wisdom. Um, one note. So I, I did get, I did hear from SoundCloud users um, about my plans to ditch SoundCloud when, when that comes up in a few weeks, when my year with them lapses. I will say this, if we can get to closer to the first milestone of the Patreon, uh, I am willing to include SoundCloud's next year subscription that I need uh, into that. I'll, I'll, I'll factor into that and I will keep SoundCloud on for another year. Uh, it's just simply, it's just not as great of a podcasting platform and it is an additional cost to me that you know I've already paid a lot for. And there's not an, a lot of listeners on SoundCloud for that listen to my show. So if you are interested in keeping SoundCloud, uh, keeping the Manor Podcast on SoundCloud, I do encourage you to go to patreon.com slash podcast, become a patron. Or if you want to just donate directly, um, you can go to manwhorepod.com, click the donate button, and in the note, write SoundCloud. And I will know that that means SoundCloud uh, needs to be paid for. I, uh, so that's what I can offer you guys for now. And you'll get a proper warning heads up when it's, if it's going to be kaput or not, or a celebration. If we're going to stay there, um, as usual though, I do hope you are subscribed to the man, man whore podcast anywhere, even if it's soundcloud or iTunes or overcast or any podcast app. Um, please leave a review, leave a comment, share with a friend, I will be back here uh, next Wednesday with uh, the final of our Naked Podcast series. 
So uh, it's a that one's a little bit more on the awkward side, but I liked it, and um, there was an interesting follow up afterwards. So uh, tune in next week. Got a great show. You guys have a fun. You guys have a fun week and weekend because I got to go to some joint next to Hooters and tell jokes. <laughs> um, so so until next week, everybody, don't forget stay slutty. <laughs>